And I am Danny Stewart, Editor-in-Chief for ComicallyInclined.com. And I am Blake Hickman, the Social Media Manager. I'm Jared Hutchins. I'm the Production uh, Person. Manager? Yeah, producer. Yeah, I tried to get it right. <laughs> I tried to get it right, but I messed it up, so. It's okay. Points it's for okay. trying. I already <laughs> forgive you. Thanks, man. Am I going the right way? I'm going the wrong way. There we go. There, I sent it up. So, welcome to Comically Inclined, new for 2022. We've changed everything. Hopefully, uh, you enjoy the new layout, the new look. Uh, actually, same old borders. Yeah. Is that, the, um, is that cement behind us? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's a work in progress. I haven't decided whether I like it or not. Uh, it's, be- you know. it's better than the old the old yeah, stuff. Let us true. let yeah. us know in the comments how you feel about the new look. Yeah, that's, uh, that's granite countertops. Granite yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, my my thought was because every once in a while our green screens get a little grainy that that would blend and you wouldn't be able to see it, but. Uh, I don't, no, I don't think so, Danny. You're not feeling it? <laughs> yeah. We might do something different. I don't You know what? Suggestions in the comments, whatever you guys think. We're here. So uh, ever have a good New Year's Eve? I had a great New Year's Eve, actually. Yeah. Uh, How was yours? Good. Yeah? Good. I uh, yeah. fell asleep by 1030. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea sent a picture of oh, you. Yeah. Oh, no, she put it on Facebook. I forgot about that. I saw <laughs> that. Um, and, you know, we stayed in, hung out with the kids, had some sparkling uh, grape juice, and uh, put together a 2,000-piece puzzle that still roughly got a little over 1,000 pieces needing to be put in it. That's a, that's a that's a conservative estimate right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you saw it on the way in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. it needs some work. Then you yeah. went and did the Spider Man thing, uh, New Year's Day. I did uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I was uh, Spider Man at Rock and Roll Drive In. So yeah, uh, the Rock and Roll Drive In Theater was pretty yeah. cool. It was a little cold and windy when I went there New Year's yeah, night. Yeah, that jeez. <laughs> yeah, I was freezing my ass off. Danny looked very cold. So so what <laughs> is that it that you guys are doing there? So throughout uh, this coming year, we are going to cosplay for different movie releases they're doing okay and uh do a meet and greet at the front gate okay so, so. you guys were dressed up as uh or danny was dressed danny. up as a spider yeah. spider-man i brought the uh, kids and watched the movie in the warm very cool yeah yeah, yeah. that's pretty sweet da- danny's one that sacrificed this weekend or so that weekend so. what'll be th- what'll be the next one that comes up that uh danny will dress for uh it'll be uh batman batman uh, yeah we're, we're both gonna dress up oh, so yeah uh the joker and batman i think will be fun we'll get yeah. the legit Robert Pattinson Batman costume and yeah. I guess whatever version of the Joker you want to wear. Yeah, I think I'm going to probably do the Heath oh, Ledger. Are you doing Batman? No. Am I doing Joker? No, you're Batman. Okay, I'm Batman. We okay. all know you're Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to do the Heath Ledger jo- Joker. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's unless, uh, unless for some weird reason some new photograph appears of you know what the new Joker is going to look like before then, I might attempt that. But I think I'm going to do the Heath Ledger. Well, that's a a hot bit of news right there. But you have some news you want to talk about as well, right? Yeah, right yeah. We got rumor mill. All well, right, a little longer than, longer that. than that. Yeah, a little longer than that. <laughs> I was like, "Woo, that was we quick. got a lot of yeah. news, Danny." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, oh man. So uh, Daniel RPK, uh, he reports pretty much everything he said about the the new Spider-Man No Way Home. Like ninety percent of what he reported is correct. He's he's very accurate. Almost all of his reportings for stuff that's early. Uh, so he is saying that Andrew Garfield is in possible realm of getting to do a three movie deal, hmm. an Amazing Spider-Man three. Tom Hardy Venom versus Spider-Man, and then a Spider-Gwen film. Uh, his stuntman has already also confirmed that he's got a callback for more movies, but he's not specified what movies. Okay. 
So that's... I, I think that Sony would be incredibly stupid not to capitalize on the popularity of Andrew oh, Garfield's sure. Spider-Man right yeah. now. I think, you know, like we talked before, and I, from what I'm seeing, a lot of people, it's a good farewell for Toby to never see him again. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> Never see him again. <laughs> no, Jeez. I'm just playing. But yeah. anyways. He can go back kinda. to gambling now. <laughs> no, I think Sorry. that with Sam Raimi's drive to make Spider-Man 4 and how disappointed he was that he didn't get to do right. that story that he had written with Vulture and Spider-Man and, and the end of that four-movie series he wanted to do, that with him being a part of the MCU doing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, that right. he's going to be able to make that fourth Spider-Man movie with Sony and Marvel. Well, uh, also, they're, I mean, they're saying, like, Tobey Maguire is probably going to have a couple more cameos in some movies. Uh, yeah. But from, I can't quote exactly what Tobey Maguire said, but from talks of Tobey himself, he's done with it. I mean, cameos is fine, but he does not want to make any more movies. He said, actually, I saw a quote where he said he'd be interested in coming back to the character, but only if Sam Raimi's directing <clears throat> it. Uh, sure. So only only for that reason. Yeah, huh. and I think that's kind of what's already in the works. Right. And from what I understand, it's been confirmed that he's shot scenes for Multiverse of Madness. Yes, I think I read that too. Yeah. Yep. So, well, it'd be kind of cool if they sat there and took him and made him almost a version and called it whatever of like Madam Web. But him be like almost like the Godfather Spider that the different uh, multiverse Spider Mans came to to get you know help or guidance <laughs> or anything like that. That Spider would be kind of cool. Is so freaking weird, man. <laughs> yeah. I, would you say the Spider Man as a whole has probably been one of the more explored multiverse characters? Like he has more iterations of that than what most you know DC character or I'm sorry MCU characters have. I yeah. think there's. I don't know if he's the character with the most variations, but it's way up there. Yeah, There's probably so the most many. fleshed out, like actual background multiversal characters out of you know out of all of them. But. I mean, cinematic wise, the only person that even comes close is Loki. I mean, we we've seen about you know six <laughs> di- six, six different Lokis. Sure. Yeah. Well, well we probably, saw about fifteen in the battle royale. Well, they had oh, well, in yeah, the that's, the that's show, true. So. A lot more. That's true. It would be hard to compete with the number of on-screen Lokis we've seen yeah. now. Sure. Brittany Shelton says if he comes back, she wants to see him and MJ's daughter, which is Mayday Parker or Spider Girl um, from the comics, and she's one of my favorite Spider-Man characters. I would love to see that as well, Brittany. <laughs> then also we got Oh Morbius. Yeah, it just constantly keeps letting us down. It's uh, delayed again from mm-hmm. January twenty eighth now to April first, and they're saying the reason is that No Way Home is still going to be getting ticket sales uh, during the time that it would be coming on screen, and they don't want to take away from No Way Home's ticket sales. You, you know what it is? Is they they're <laughs> piggybacking off of Andrew Garfield's success because they reportedly said that he's gonna, gonna have a up. cameo in there. Yeah, they, I guarantee you, they stuck him in there after it. After it worked real well in No Way Home, and they're trying to make some more uh, moolah off of it. I'm pretty sure Morbius now is catching up to the same amount of delays as New Mutants movie did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So here's what I think, and they can call it whatever they want, but I'm willing to bet that, especially with the Morbius trailer featuring versions of all three Spider-Men, that they were waiting to see how No Way Home did before they made a decision on the direction of that final film. Right. And now that we know that everybody wants to see more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, they're leaning into that. And so sure. they're probably doing heavy reshoots. Um, and we have seen 
leaked images of Andrew Garfield on the set of Morbius in the Spider-Man costume, so we know we're getting that. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. a, a leaked image earlier today where he's he's been literally on the Morbius set right. as it, Spider-Man. In the whole Tobey Maguire Spider-Man being in the background where it says murder could be a throw-off. That could not even be in the movie. That could be something just to throw us off to try not to guess. You're well, saying, that's that, another you're saying that Marvel would do something to throw us <laughs> off the trail? I mean, like, first time for everything, I, you know? That's like I seeing... Uh, X-Men figures in X-Men movies and stuff like that. I mean, it's just somebody's attempt at making a Spider-Man costume. It sure, just yeah, happens yeah. to look more like the Toby one than the Andrew right. one. I mean, yeah. that's easily explained. I think the more concerning thing with the Morbius movie is having the MCU vulture in the movie and where the hell that's going. Yeah. Like, did he get kicked over into another universe at the end of No Way Home? I truly think there's not a person out there that has a good theory for that. Everybody I've listened to or read is stumped. They're like, where in the hell is this movie it, going? This is, Other than him just being a variant? Yeah, I mean, it, it could be some version, that, or his, whatever multiverse, this just either is a different version of Vulture, or he's not Vulture at all, and they just threw it in there to make everybody, you know. Yeah. Because I lied earlier, Marvel does like to deceive and do yeah. things in case you didn't know. But, I mean, or, I wouldn't Watch it be a deleted him. scene that's never in the movie. He's just never in the movie. Could be they've that, done that Yeah, I mean, they've done that with, you know, certain scenes, certain setups. I well, mean, the, the Hulk in Infinity War. Yeah. Yes. He was never in the movie. I mean, sure. well, I think it would be even more fun if it was Michael Keaton in jail as Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> or, or Bruce Wayne, Michael in jail. Keaton as Michael Keaton <laughs> in, in this MCU. Bruce Wayne's yeah, in jail because yeah. they're like, "You're a crazy Batman. You're going to jail, dude. Yeah. Psycho. We can have oh. vampires and stuff, but no people that think they're he's bats. like Bruce Brain, like just just enough not to get sued." You know? Oh. So also, we've got uh, Thomas Ducris, who's Sony Marvel official concept artist. He does a lot of the artwork. We posted it today on our socials. Uh, this is not an official concept art for Spider-Man 4 or, or whatever you want to say. Uh, but this is art that concept art that he's drawn. And he's like, you know, here's a little taste of what we could be expecting next. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, but it's legit concept art by him that does concept art for Marvel. So even if they don't, that's not going to be the exact concept art. I guarantee you, if we get the symbiote suit, it's going to be very similar close to that since he came up with that himself. And it was probably the closest to a comic-accurate Venom costume as we've seen to date. <clears throat> it had the the white triangles on right. the back of the hands. The spider symbol was stretched acro- yeah. uh, around his rib cage. Right. Um, which wasn't... It was a little small in size for Venom, but other than that... The features yeah. were well, yeah, very Spider-Man. accurate. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, it wasn't necessarily Spider-Man's black costume. It was much more like Venom's costume, but yeah. close enough. Like it right. just it, it's very exciting. Well, I, it's I the like closest that idea. to the symbiote suit too in Secret Wars where he when he was first debuted. I of, mean the solid black defo- the form of it and then the way it stretched. Right. It's it's a little more Venom than Spider Man right. the image that he did, but yeah, it's it's very it's close. It's a lot closer than the Spider Man three suit that Tobey Maguire wore. Yeah, Aww. and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets made to take that down here soon. I mean, if they're talking about actually doing the symbiote suit and something like that. As far as it, unless that's exactly what they use, and even right. if it is, I don't but, think it's a big secret. They literally showed the symbiote staying in the MCU, so we know sure. it's coming. But do you really think that they'll go that storyline with Tom Holland's Spider-Man turning into the like a symbiote? Because like he seems out of all three of them the most wholesome and innocent of them. And I mean the the Spider-Man with the Venom, you know, 
setup has never been nearly as Peter Parker's is without it. So he takes a darker turn. It just seems like that's a big leap to try to turn because I mean Tom Holland is probably the MCU's biggest draw right now, and people love the fact that he is like the, the you know the nice kid because that's what he really has going for him is how genuinely nice he is. But I mean, I I could almost see them having somebody else be Venom and having him fight, and maybe have a small portion where he, the Venom costume comes onto him. But maybe not for a whole movie or or, or ma- setup. Maybe I mean they did bring the symbiote into the MCU now, mm-hmm. so maybe they're going to work on the symbiote Spoilers. on finding them, you know, a host. And maybe they're not going to do the symbiote suit with Spider Man closer till maybe if we get our Secret Wars movie, our next Avengers movie, it could be. It could be. Um, we did. We were lucky enough that we got to see the darker side of Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the end of No Way Home killing sure, him, yeah, with yeah. the way he was attempting to kill uh, Green Goblin. I didn't uh, like that at all. Yeah. That being said, uh, uh, Brittany Shelton, who tends to hit us pretty hard with great suggestions, I think. I always love to see her in the comments, was said that it would be interesting if they threw a curveball and made it uh, Gwenham. The you- the the spider Gwen that right. actually makes a lot of crazy sense because in this follow up he's going to be trying to reengage with Mary Jane you know and try to get his friendship back with Ned. What happens if something crazy goes down where he starts going with Gwen and then Ned, you know Ned gets mad or something and then that's what turns you know Ned into Hobgoblin and then you set that up. I mean it's plausible in the. It, that'd be interesting. It's an interesting way to introduce the Spider-Gwen character because in the comics, Spider-Gwen, or Ghost Spider, has lost her powers, and she's actually just using the Venom symbiote as her powers now. She doesn't have any of her spider powers. Hmm. Um, I don't so, know, do, you, do you think that he's going to try to re-engage with MJ? I think so. I think we'll see that. You think yeah. he, he might just change his mind and be like, I can't do this? I think it's more along the lines of no matter how much he tries not to, she's going to keep coming back into his life. They're just destined to be together. Sure. Hmm. Especially he knows for a fact that the other Spider-Man is with Mary Jane. And we know that Mary Jane was supposed to be introduced in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with her being a love interest for the third one. Um, So I I would say probably they're still eventually going to have Tom Holland end up with his MJ. Unless they break up off screen, then they'll rewrite the movie because of the relationship. Oh, God. (laughs) Contractual agreements. The fourth one's the worst movie because they just can't stand each other. They have to write it into where they they get into big old fights because they're already doing it off screen. So our uh, human resources specialist and fact checker Ben is in the comments. Hi, Ben. And also, Mr. Ken Murphy, uh, father of Cape Con, is in the chat as well. Ken, happy new year to you as well. Uh, Blake. So we got uh, Chris Evans. And, God, I want to hold on to every ounce of hope for this. Yeah. So he did not say what he's filming a lot of cameos for, but in a recent interview, he he said he's filming a lot of cameos lately. I mean, what else would you be filming a lot of cameos for except for MCU? There's, there's no other movie place or company out there that's just doing all these movies that needs a whole bunch of Chris Evan cameos. I don't know, man. Ni- Knives Out was pretty good. Maybe he's uh, doing cameos <laughs> for Knives Out too. Yeah, but that would be one cameo. Are they making he a sequel said, to Free he Guy? Said, he said multiple cameos. It's uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his character is coming back. <laughs> so, anyways, I mean, you know, I mean, Black Widow shows Marvel's not afraid to go back and do a prequel. What if they go back and do a prequel after Civil War for those two years they were on the run and do a, him as a nomad? 
I mean, when he took the Stars and Stripes off, did those two years to see what missions they were doing undercover. Uh, and, and then plus, on top of that, you got Scarjo, who's doing this top-secret Marvel project with Kevin Papa Feige. And literally, yeah. they're not, You don't they, say his first yeah, name. I know. I had to correct myself. Forgive me. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, but what, what, no. what other person to work better with, with Feige, though? Then, then Scar Joe, because she's been, you know, with Captain America in these movies so intertwined. Yeah. What if they do a Nomad prequel or a, uh, what was that called in the comics those, when two years they were on the run? Was it Secret something or, I could be wrong. I, I don't honestly know. don't know. I don't know. But anyways, I think that would be really cool to see that. And then plus, uh, Secret Invasion. How far back is that going to go to show us when the scrolls were actually, you know, helping or infiltrating Earth? Uh, are they going to go back to scenes where, you know, Cap was in that? So that could be cameos for that. There's so many things that he'd be cameos in in, in a possible movie. Uh, the best thing about the Nomad costume is not the one that we got in Infinity War, yeah. but the actual comic book accurate Nomad costume is just two like silk stripes that come down and his whole chest is exposed to his belt. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I hope that's let's the version go. of the costume. Yeah. Heather is like, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, just Heather. Just Heather's yeah. like you that. See, <laughs> see the, great, the great thing about the MCU is they make it realistic. So let's realistically talk about somebody's going to fight in a suit like Cap, where he ripped the star off and it's black, not yeah. with two silk stripes. I just, <laughs> I just want to see Chris Evans' belly button while he fights crime. Listen, if am, you're going to show Thor without a, a, a shirt on in Ragnarok, <laughs> where literally all that was was fan service, you can give us comic book accurate Nomad, okay? We want America's uh, torso as well. That that's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, also Doctor Strange in the multiverse. Uh, the trailer has been circling now for what a couple weeks. Yes, a couple weeks. Uh, so we have three Stranges that are confirmed in it. We have regular Strange, Defender Strange, and I guess I don't know. Strange, strange Supreme. Supreme. Yeah. Strange Supreme. So that's pretty exciting. We're going to get three variants right there of Strange. Uh, then also, there's a little clip. I can't remember which clip it is in the trailer, but you can see in the background there's actually a TVA door opening. So that's kind of cool to see something that outside of the Loki series. I think so. In the scene where uh, America Ch- or Miss America Chavez, uh, Doctor Strange, and a third person are walking through a door together, it's Rachel McAdams' character. Yeah, uh, I forget her name, uh, but. The pepper, love interest. Pe- pepper, right. pepper Potts. No, no, not, not Pepper Potts. And one of the theories that I'm seeing is that this may be a variant of her and not the actual original that he's hmm. drawn another one in from. It could the be from timeline. Strange Supreme, you know, from his universe or some sort of situation like that. So. Because in Marvel Comics and the 616, she's Night Nurse and not a love interest for Doctor Strange. I'm sorry, what is she? Night Nurse. What the heck is Night so Nurse? So Night Nurse has already right appeared on screen in the MCU. That was Rodario, Rosario Dawson's character in the Netflix series. Oh, okay. And this other character is, is it Rachel? Not Rachel. That's it. Rachel McAdams. What's her? Doesn't matter. What's her name? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's also a version of Night Nurse. So, uh, <laughs> We could get another one on screen, and and that may be what we've got on screen there. But the fact that she's a variant would mean TVA involvement. And we also are pretty certain, I, it was dropped during the Loki series, that Loki's going to be in Multiverse of Madness, okay. and he's in the TVA. So, yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah we can... It's exciting, though, to see something outside the Loki series finally come onto the big screen. Yeah. It has well, something to do with that. Everything, because we're getting, we're getting What If right. and uh, Loki. True. 
Um, I doubt we'll get any Falcon and Winter Soldier. There, there's huge talk, too, I mean, about uh, Professor Xavier coming through. Uh, I'm starting to see a lot more rumors on that. And, man, I, I just hope maybe this is where they will actually bring in the mutants, you know, slowly at a time. Christine Palmer. Thank you, Brittany. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, well, so, uh, they could they can set up several storylines of this because there, there was the uh, rumor that I guess the confirmation that uh, Black Bolt from the Inhumans will also be making an appearance, yes. and Black Bolt and Professor X are two members of the Illuminati, exactly, uh, along with Iron Man, Mister Fantastic, and then uh, Doctor Strange. T- uh, it was t- t- uh, Black Panther was in there as yes. well, correct yeah. for at certain points, and Namor. I mean, and, it's been a changing cast. And so the crazy thing with this is, is if you set up Illuminati, you could set up Planet Hulk, uh, where they take Hulk and you know throw him into the uh, universe, and then have that whole storyline mm-hmm. turn into World War Hulk. You could have them introduce the Inhumans and almost meld Inhumans in with mutants if you really wanted to. Although I think the fan base like would be a little upset with that because Inhumans and mutants are not the same thing, but right. they're similar enough that you could kind of go, oh, well, something happened and we did this. But uh, I, I think the most interesting part is going to be is how is Professor X and Black Bolt going to be introduced into this because they're not part of this MCU movie continuity, uh, you know, multiverse. So they're going to need to be brought in from their own timeline. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, that's the other thing. Just recently over the past, I say, week and a half, the original Fox, uh, Mr. Fantastic, what's his name? Is it Ian? Uh, oh... The actor that played the first Mr. Fantastic. Uh, the one with Michael Chiklis, Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah, Edwards. I don't know. I don't I- remember Ian Gr- Grufford or Grufford or something like that. That I can't sounds right. Ben, who yeah, is it? That's probably it. So anyways, he's actually rumored to be in the Multiverse of Madness, too. So I really feel like you know the Illuminati. There's too many characters. I hope that's Illuminati. not the version of the Fantastic Four we're getting. No, in no, the MCU, I, I don't but... think it is. But it could be you know with the multiverse thing just constantly rotating and going crazy before they actually give us the Fantastic Four that's intended for our you know our our version for this newer version. I mean they could easily pull in Professor Xavier, the original Mister Fantastic, all these, and have a version of the Illuminati that is also killed off before the end of the movie. Sure. Not not our version, but be just another version in another universe out there, just you know for fan service and be kind of cool and just give a nod to farewell to some of these other old actors. I, th- I think, especially following the popularity of uh, Ian Grufford, No Way Home. Yeah, you were close. Uh, <laughs> following the popularity of No Way Home and how exciting it was to get those two alternate Spider Men on screen, I think. The opportunity with Multiverse of Madness is to do that in a bigger scale. I think sure. that was the intent to begin with. Um, I'm not surprised that we're getting an older version of fan, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Right. I'm not excited to see him back on screen. Well, <laughs> But could it be really fun? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Wait, um, and, and Brittany Shelton mentioned this as well with uh, Fantastic Four being an intro with, into Kang because at the end of Loki, Kang was introduced – as yes. being, you know, basically a villain that's going to be up and coming. So, I mean, if they don't slow roll him like they did Thanos in the first few, uh, you know, phases of the MCU, that'd be a great jumping in point, even if introducing the Fantastic Four led them into oh, going, yeah. hey, we've met this guy in our travels. Because the Fantastic Four are, you know, universal traveling people. They've tra- they even right. travel through the multiverse for science and stuff. So, I mean, they would have had interactions with multiple different Kangs over the over the timeline. Well, I truly, I truly believe the Fantastic Four is going to get introduced into the Quantumania. Maybe not the actual whole Fantastic Four, but at least Reed Richards, okay. I think, will be introduced. 
I I think we're at least going to get some X-Men characters. Professor X is the most heavily favored. Right. Yeah. Um but wasn't there a rumor <laughs> that uh uh the guy that played Magneto in Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender yep. is also coming back to do some Magneto scenes. Yep. Um, what what a crazy what a crazy movie if that's true. Like oh, that, there's too many there's too many rumors of people. That some of this stuff has to be fake. And and Mephisto, we're definitely getting Mephisto in this movie too. So hope so. And uh, it's gonna be twelve hours long. If not, and Omega he will be Red. In the next movie and uh, Omega Red. From no, what I understand, I heard they thought about it and then they went and scratched that idea. No, yeah. no Omega Red yeah. in this one. I guess we'll see. Uh, to answer Patrick Jazz Stewart's. Kaufman's question, uh, the I don't think there was ever any intent to mix the Spider-Verse and the live action. I think that No Way Home has given us a Spider-Verse in live action, and I think the plan is for Sony to continue to make the animated Spider-Verse movie separate from the live action because we know with about 100% certainty that we're going to get Miles Morales in the live action MCU in the next several years. Right. And then again, more Spider-Man movies involving miles by himself, as well as our Tom Holland, Spider-Man, as well as our Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, as well as our Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. So didn't ask which version of professor X and his Patrick, Patrick Stewart. It's Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's... if they bring in Michael Fassbender, we may be getting uh old, uh, well, James McAvoy as well. So I mean, well, who who, who I the hope, f who the f but, knows, Blake? I mean, we'll yeah. just take all the characters and throw them into the movie. And then Hell, maybe that might give the Odin young versions of both of them. I, I mean, think it'd be interesting if by the end of Multiverse of Madness, if if basically what they used Multiverse of Madness as is a Crisis on Infinite Earths for the MCU, where they take all of your different versions that have existed with Fox, Sony, Universal, and Marvel Studios. And then they unify it. They pick and choose who survives, and they combine an MCU with all these characters. So we do get existing characters Man. that were established in these other universes that are now in the MCU. Like, oh, I just had Hugh Jackman. Sh- hold on, hold on, shut, shut, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> here's here's my prediction as to what's going to happen. Kang is going to start destroying multiverses. And the way that the Illuminati or something is going to have to get formed is because these these uh, the smartest people part of their multiverses are reaching out and going, hey, these multiverses are getting destroyed. We need to figure out what's going on. So that's how you're going to have the Illuminati form because you're going to have all these different multiverses getting conquered and destroyed by uh, mm. um, oh, oh, what's his face Kang. Kang, and then and then that's how we're going to consolidate the MCU because you're going to need to take in certain uh, heroes and groups from different multiverses. So yeah. that'd be relatively smooth. You could explain that pretty pretty easily. So. Can you imagine seeing Eric Bana's Hulk come back across? I mean, it's hard to... to... If if he shows up, if he actually signs a deal to be the Hulk, then yeah, I'd be very surprised. It's hard to wade through the rumors, what is like trolling and what is legit right now, because there's just... I did see a thing the other day that Eric Bana may be coming back to play the Hulk for Multiverse of Madness. Oh, really? Yeah, but that doesn't make it true. See, I think he's a good actor, but the, the Hulk CGI was just awful. Yeah, uh, and the storyline was, wasn't the greatest. You right, know. right. I don't. But, think, but he's a good actor. I don't think Ang Lee knew what the Incredible Hulk was when he got the job of directing the movie, and I don't think by the end of the movie he knew what the Incredible Hulk was either. So I, I think, just think Ang that's, Lee still doesn't know a whole lot of things. What the 
movie suffered from. Uh, Brittany, that article about uh, Tom Holland appearing in Across the Spider-Verse, that was originally, um, he had a cameo originally in Into the Spider-Verse where he was just supposed to walk through the back in a subway as a, a person dressed down, no Spider-Man costume, and just say, hey, kid. And it was going to be Tom Holland's voice. And he said that he's interested in being in Across the, the Spider-Verse. So we'll see. Um, Anything's possible. Yeah, absolutely. He said he'll do it if they want him to. So <laughs> we won't know till the movie releases. <laughs> so I know we touched on Bill Murray being in the MCU, but we have now actually got a character confirmation on he, he's going to be playing Krylar. Krylar was an alien that was only in one issue in 1972 of July, the Hulk number 156. He was a green alien with blonde hair, I think. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know nothing much more but that. But uh, he was like he debuted and was killed in the same issue of Hulk yeah. 156. <laughs> so here's Krylar. <laughs> that's you, guys, you can't see it play. on that screen. Yeah, that's Bill Murray, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the over mutton chops off. into your mustache. That's a great look. <laughs> I could do that. But anyway, so so we finally got his character confirmed. It's not more just a rumored, you know, is he going to be a cameo in the background or, or whatever. Which, I mean, I think he's going to just do a one movie thing and that's it. So hopefully it'll be a, a comical character, however he's, I don't know, intertwined in there. <laughs> it's it's Bill Murray. He yeah. could, I mean, he could play anything. He could be another uh, another cat character, like from Miss uh, from uh, Captain Marvel, and uh, it'd be great to see him out there on a space golf course trying to chase this alien gopher, or just hang out and sword with uh, with Nick Fury. Yeah. Uh, so uh, next week, Eternals will be on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's uh, pretty exciting. I'm, I'm, I'll I'm probably ready. sit through it at least one more time. No, I, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed Eternals. I did too. I'm ready to watch it again. It was a perfect example of a movie that was just all right, but was setting up for it. Was it really reminded me of Thor: The Dark World, and that it was it wasn't the greatest, but like it set up so many other things and allowed to open up a whole new world. Right. So I mean. And I mean, you—that's something we haven't even talked about. How are the Eternals going to plug back into this MCU? Because they are part of the, you know, normal timeline now. So I mean, you know, they're going to be popping up at some point, interacting right. with all of our uh, all of our heroes. Well, Eternals carried a lot on its shoulders. Yeah, and like you, you explained in your article on the website, uh, you know, talking about it being a history lesson story. Uh, I think you couldn't have described it a better way. And I'm okay with that. Like, I, I don't mind getting a movie like that every once in a while. It doesn't have to be just bam, 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 you know, action-packed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I liked it. I have no yeah. complaints. Yeah, the, only, the only way that movie suffered was they introduced so many – they introduced ten characters, and it suffered like how the original Suicide Squad suffered because they said, hey, here's all these characters. You're going to focus on a few – but then you're supposed to care about everybody, and it just wasn't. You just weren't going to get that. And you had very, you know, noticeable actors and actresses playing some of the main characters, so it definitely put a lot of the other ones on the waist. You know, the way they altered the characters from the Eternals, I kept finding myself while I watched the movie being like, "Wait, wait, no, no, no that's not that's not how they were." And then reminding myself that I don't give a shit about the Eternals, and so I wasn't even that upset about it. I was like, "Who cares?" <laughs> I just... mean, the Eternals to date are even more than. The Guardian, the Guardians of the Galaxy are probably one of the bigger flexes the MCU's ever done by saying, look at us take kind of this not, you know, like at one point the Eternals were popular, but they've never been main, you know, mainstream popular characters. Uh, and they made a movie that, you know, made a lot of money and are now going to be able to retain, you know, Angelina Jolie, you know, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, John Stark. No, uh, 
<laughs> I'm gonna blow. Oh, uh, I'm gonna get so. Uh, what's this, Robert? Am, no. Uh, what's his face? What Dang are it. you doing? I, he was. He's been dead since season three. Rob Stark. Uh, <laughs> what's his face? Something Madden. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, you know he's gonna. No, no. He flew into the sun. He's gone. I uh, never mind. John <laughs> Snow. Chris. Kit Harrington's gonna be in it. So. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> last but not least, the other uh, rumor that's out there is Han Solo is gonna show up at the end of Boba Fett. I'm. I did not see that. Uh, maybe. Who knows? That, that's what the rumor is now. Uh, uh, so I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. Is, I mean, they brought in Luke be, Skywalker at the end, so they're gonna bring be, in a poorly de-aged. Well, is it gonna be Han from Solo, a Star Wars story? I don't think that would line up, would it? No. It wouldn't, because this It could is, be the same actor. I, the, the rumor is that Harrison Ford is going to return. But this is post... And, and them due to de-aging. This is post-Return uh, of the Jedi right? yeah. yes. storyline, and you're talking Harrison Ford Listen being... Oh, so you're talking... Oh, you mean like Harry... Wait. Is the, it, where is the, this in I the timeline name, between, the actor... uh, between The Last Jedi? This is pre... Um, Pre the Force Awakens, in yeah. between this that, is right, right after okay, Return so of the Jedi. Get, you could get like a middle-aged Han Solo uh, character in that. Well, well the, yeah. the rumor is it's going to be uh, Harrison Ford with de-aging technology. No, I don't. I don't. As long as Harrison they do a better job than they did with Luke, it's, <laughs> yeah. He was he, so he was o- he was over it when he did the Force Awakens. Like I guarantee he's like I'll do it, but you got to kill my character because yeah. I don't want to be in this. <laughs> Spoiler if you haven't seen it, uh, but like. He, he's he's old enough that like Luke Luke worked well doing his cameo in the Mandalorian because it you know you were able to uh, kind of mask some of his stuff you know with the dark lighting and things but like you can, you're not gonna be able to, just don't do it. Nick says it's five years after Retu- Return of the Jedi. So Thank after you, Return yeah, of yeah. the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Five so. years. And he, how how long? How long? It says five years. It's five years. Five years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. <laughs> Anyway, so anyways, that's all we have this week <laughs> <Yeah>. on Rumor Mule. <laughs> Forty minutes later, <laughs> gonna make up for the going short last time and do a double, double. Yeah, it's a little rough. Let it go. That's, that's let good. it go I for think an that's awkward amount of time. Hey, I'm just stop glad. it and then restart it. Back up. <laughs> I'm just glad Rumor good. Mill wasn't full of all Spider-Man stuff for once. We actually had a variety there. That's true. We're yeah. a little. I mean, we're past. Had more variety. No way home now. And it's over it. As much as I would like, who killed Echo's father is uh, another common question. We'll we never know. With. I, Thank you, Ben. Heard. There's no rumors on that. So. I'm gonna. Uh, that's part of my top five predictions. Is I will. I will who predict who killed Echo's father. <laughs> so, I guarantee it. <laughs> Speaking of our top five predictions, this week we are doing top five predictions for the year 2022, which we're now in. Uh, so let's go ahead and break into top five. <laughs> Top five. Nice. So, top five predictions for the year 2022. Blake, go ahead and start with your number five. As we spoke on a little bit while ago, I think the Illuminati, a version of the Illuminati, will be in Doctor Strange too. I, I, I'm excited. Even if, I hope it's not the version that's going to be, you know, throughout. I really think it's going to be a temporary version from another universe, and I think they'll get killed off or sent back or something like that. But I'm I'm anxious to see that. I don't think it's necessary that we get an Illuminati in the MCU. I think having it in Multiverse of Madness is enough. Yeah, yeah. whatever true. version of it's it we true. get, that yeah. just might be the no- the only nod we get toward it, and that's fine. Ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, especially in the comics, the Illuminati was not always necessarily the 
the good guys. Like they were usually just a hey, we have a cosmic problem. Let's pull together the smart people. But they did make some pretty big mistakes as far as MCU continuity goes. So they're definitely not like the Avengers in terms of being like heroes that are always doing good. Uh, right. They're a lot of crazy white men that just yeah, they do make some decisions. some shady shit yeah, in yeah. the name of the greater good. But yeah. we'll have to have some cosmic accords for um, them. So <laughs> I see what you did there. Thanks. That's nice. <laughs> Nux. All right. Jared, <laughs> you're number five. So my number five will be that Thor Love and Thunder is not only the highest grossing uh, Marvel movie of the year, but it is going to be the best reviewed uh, uh, Thor out of all of the uh, individual Thor movies that we've seen so far. So I can agree with that. If, yeah. if Taika Waititi can capitalize on the success of Ragnarok and give us an even better movie than that, I can see that. I could agree with that completely. Yeah. I, I think I think it would definitely be the best door movie from the way it's looking. Uh, as in, like, the top producing money-wise. I don't know. I think uh, Wakanda Forever, if it comes out this year, will give a run for its money. See, I, you know, Thor Love and Thunder, I think, is so good because you have Thor's story arc where now he went through, you know, the heartbreak and redemption of Endgame and now doesn't necessarily have the burden of being king anymore because he's he's passed that on to valkyrie and so he's finally for once the you know hey i have the maturity and age you know of a wise and thor but i also don't have the responsibility so getting to be able to explore thor just going off into the universe and doing stuff and you know having having a good time is going to be crazy funny i just think it's going to work because thor ragnarok was not necessarily expected to be as great as what it was but it really was you know a fantastic movie uh so i just think this is gonna be really good Uh, black panther seems like it has more chances to mess up if they don't honor chat you know chadwick boseman correctly or uh kind of take the storyline in a weird direction but I don't think they can do anything wrong with Thor. I mean, it, it's That's true. It, it's pretty much set in stone for them. Well, Ben's pretty close to having something to do with yeah. Thor. So <laughs> yeah. So Heather had a very busy week at work, and she is not. She did not do a list, but I'm going to let her read Ben's. Oh. Hey, look at that. Is it Gore? Gore is killing Thor. So. Uh, <laughs> been saying that uh, Hemsworth's <laughs> Thor is gonna die in Love and Thunder. I don't see that. I I don't see it. Hemsworth uh, well, is here for the Thor, for the Thor. I mean, uh, acting for a while. He says as long as they they will let him keep making movies, he will do it. I can see that we might see a version of that Thor die, uh, like a, a variant. variant. Yeah. Um, I don't think our main MCU. Hemsworth Thor is going to die uh, during the movie. And get this. What if, like, our people, like, in the MCU is, like, seeing this variant Thor, but they think it's their Thor, come in, fight in gore, and then they see him get s- just killed, slaughtered. And then, like, all the MCU characters that we've been watching that watch this battle think that's their Thor, and then, boom, our variant comes in. It's like, ah, just kidding. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> My number five is that, that would yeah, yeah. the Flash movie... We'll have some good parts, but overall, will be a terrible movie. I think that <laughs> that's a hot take, Danny. <laughs> I think that Michael Woo! Keaton being back as Batman is going to be fun, and I think that uh, I think that the the Affleck stuff is going to be fun, and I think that some of the stuff with the Flash is going to be fun. But I think overall, and this is based a little bit on I mean, DC's track record. Yeah, <laughs> I think overall the movie's not going to be great. Danny, I think you're spot on. Yeah, I just think you're spot on with that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Blake. Yeah. 
Blake, you're number four. <laughs> so I've not seen no rumors of this. I've not heard any talk of this. But this is what I would like to see. Blade making his actual facial, like his appearance debut, not his voice, in Moon Knight. I, w- I would love to see him just somehow pop up in Moon Knight, even if it's at the very end of the last episode. You know, I, I would like to see him in Moon Knight, and I think he will. Yeah. Well, I, I don't mean, know. It, it's a, I don't it's know. A, it's a darker thing. Uh, I mean, you know, we're getting more of a spiritual realm on things, too. I mean, <laughs> What do you mean it's a darker thing because Blade's black? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? It Moon, happens. Moon, Moon Knight is a darker thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moon Knight is known for fighting extra, well, not extraterrestrial, I guess, but uh, characters like... Demonic the, stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah, werewolves and shit. Right. So, so I think that I, would be I, cool for them, a good time for them to do that. I don't think it's a big stretch to have him in there. Um, Brittany Shelton, uh, she wanted to know if Lady Thor passed at, in the comics because becoming Thor poisoned her. She actually became Valkyrie for a little bit, and then she became uh, Lady Thor again. She has yeah. the and she did she had cancer, and then every time she came Lady Thor, it killed her a little bit more. Yeah. until she went back to her normal, uh, I guess, state of being. Right, she's her cancer's in remission, and right. then um, she was given the power of the Valkyrie. And then eventually she uses it so much it kills her. What does? I mean, the cancer does because it like. No, it, she survived the cancer. Oh, does she? Yeah. Well, I, I read Jane Foster still alive in the comics. I read something the other day where like uh, becoming Lady Thor like progressed the cancer worse every time <laughs> she became, and then eventually killed her. Huh. Mm-hmm. No, uh, that or they resurrected her because she had a Valkyrie comic for a while after okay. after her run as the Mighty Thor. Okay. Jared, you're number four. My number four is that somewhere along the line of uh, these movies, we will see a at least a cameo, if not an outright addition to the movie of Yelena and Kate Bishop teaming up together doing either vigilante work or doing some sort of uh, work for S.H.I.E.L.D. I think, I think Kate Bishop's going to get Yelena to join her uh, begrudgingly to become a uh, superhero, and they're going to start their entries into either new Avengers or young Avengers uh, uh, into that. So thank you, Brittany. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Brittany, take my spot. Brittany Shelton's going to be on the podcast <laughs> yeah. next well, week. I'm going to take a, a leave of absence. Jeez. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Brittany reach out if you'd like to be a guest on the show. Yeah. I um, suck at this. So, I mean, you could, you definitely can take my spot. I'll, I'll sit in the background and provide snacks. Yeah. I, I can do that. Just sit in the corner and talk shit from a I, distance. Yeah. 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 I can do that. Yeah. That's, that's way up your alley. That's basically what I do now, but on camera. So I could just, I could sit over there and do that. <laughs> All right. Heather, did, did Ben post his number four yet? Not yet. Not yet. All right. We'll go into my number four. Heather, did um, you have a number four? My number four is yeah, that four. all of our fans, our viewers, you lovely folks at home, are going to love our new visual setup. Uh, I think. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Come on! I did a lot of work on yeah. re- redoing everything. And, so he didn't uh, do a lot of work on his list. Then. Katrina and I both uh, did a lot of work on it, so hopefully hey, just it know looks this. good. No matter who likes it or doesn't, I love it. Listen, Thank you, Blake. Looks great. Listen, Thank the you, backgrounds, Blake. no matter You're how terrible... You're my favorite ter- co-host. No matter how <laughs> terrible the backgrounds are currently, they are 100 times better than what they were before. You think oh, it's bad? Yeah. Do you think the... No, I just like giving you shit. So <laughs> okay. They, <laughs> my eyes... I can't decide. I can't decide if I like it or not. We, it looks like we're on the moon. 
Maybe we <laughs> are. Let's just in. We're, we're, the Martians are currently attacking no, on the moon right now. We're Whoa. looking for Captain America on the moon because that's apparently where he's at. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I believe he stole someone's number four. No, it's the opposite. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ben. What's Ben's number four? <laughs> Boba Fett will have an o- overwhelming ending. What? Uh. It, oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Is that not your exact? Interesting. No, uh, Blake, oh. you're number three. <laughs> so, uh, in Wakanda Forever, I, I think that we will 100% get Namor and Atlantis. I, and Atlantis. Uh, I, I think that's been rumored forever now. Uh, I think we've had you know enough couple teases about it in the MCU. Uh, I, I really think that that's, that's the movie that they're going to finally bring it. And I'm ready to see it, personally. So we can actually have a good version in the cinema of a man that has powers underwater. <laughs> you didn't like Aquaman? It's all right. Not a fan? Is Jason Momoa's Aquaman's it, probably the, the one of the better iterations of Aquaman, yeah. and it still no. sucks really bad. Like, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> so. There's very little love for the DCU in this, in yeah. this studio. I, You know, the only thing about um, Black Panther that I'm – I'm worried about if the Neymar stuff is going is if the story how they do the storyline to allow that because Neymar was you know traditionally a either a provoked from the land type uh, person because he wasn't necessarily an outright villain in a lot of ways like no. he has been written in as a villain in certain comics and other ones he was more of like an anti-hero and he even joined the Avengers in the early days like he started uh, out as one of the defenders with yeah, Captain yeah. America but like uh, I just I don't know if he's going to be. Uh, bad guy, or he's be more like an, be... an, an antagonist, you know, type person. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who yeah, knows? I, I think you're right. I don't. I don't think you'll. I think you're. I think you're right on Q. We won't be one of those that's hundred percent with the good or the bad. Yeah, I don't know, but it, I mean, it'd be interesting. I mean, it, it, it'll certainly uh, be a cool entry into the MCU. So, Jared, you're number three. So my number three is going to be that the Wheel of Time series on Amazon Prime will get canceled after season three. <laughs> it is a dog shit show you should not watch it i am so mad about it it's probably one of my least favorite things that's ever happened um just read the books that you yeah don't need to watch the show Tell it's us how so you really bad feel. so we're both rereading the book series right yeah. now and i got through the first book in a couple of days and i just so much is missed from the books yeah hmm. so much is missing like this is worse than lord of the rings when they left tom bombadil out like that was I'm oh, still yeah. not okay with it, but that was all right. I can this, live with that. This is the equivalency of Lord of the Rings if they decided to say uh, uh Frodo's a girl and the ring is actually her puppy and she instead of taking it to the uh freaking Mordor, she's just got to make more of the puppies and then they, you know, Aragorn's her best friend and then they <laughs> they pick leaves in the forest. You're like that's not Lord of the Rings. That's a different show. Like yeah. that's completely It's it's really bad. Yeah. I'm and I I saw a quote from the showrunner saying that they have to change the story because they can't have a running cast of 47 different characters that they have to keep track of and try to film a show. And my answer to that is, fuck you. Do it the right way. Give us 47 main characters. It's Amazon. They can afford it. Take your time. Tell the story right. Stop changing shit. You don't need to change. I'm so mad about this I mean, show. For, for six seasons, Game. Of, I mean, granted, Game of Thrones could be slower 
Then yeah, this show they could have could be, paced a lot But for slower. six seasons, they had a decent amount of characters that were rolling in and out. Like, he didn't necessarily need to have so many, but uh, it is it's it is what it is. We, we can skip Ben's number three. Scroll into yours. No, no, go <laughs> ahead. Uh, like Heather, what's Ben's number three? The MCU is going to fall flat this year on Disney Plus releases. Besides Moon Knight, the stories can't be that great. That, I mean, and Danny, you're number three. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, it is kind of an interesting thing because we had these past shows. We had all of these characters were movie characters that transitioned into shows, mm. so we already knew them and already liked them. So it was just kind of continue that going. But right. now we're having new characters introduced in the form of shows and side characters that haven't necessarily interacted with any of our main uh, movie characters at all. So I mean, it it could kind of fall flat, but uh, hopefully they kind of continue to do cameos and other characters in there and and flesh out the story. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, it could go either way. I think the the thing with the MCU on Disney Plus is that we expect it to be as uh, have as much punch as the movies do, and I think that the problem they're having is they simply cannot do that in a serialized TV show and then expect right. the theatrical releases to still hit as big as they do. I, I look at them like this. They're just stuff to fill in the gaps, keep us pacified, and to give us a little bit more knowledge. When, I mean, honestly, like that's that's why I have to look at them. I, so when, I first, when they first started, I was a little disheartened at first because immediately you're, you're just so used to de- a decade of these awesome movies, and you're like, hang on a minute. This is a TV show. Let's just be grateful that it's we have more Marvel content on, on TV right now. And, Ben, I think you misspelled Bode. It's supposed to be bad, B-A-D. That's a bad prediction. Uh, so. <laughs> I think that I would give most of the neckbeards in their mom's basement the same advice about Disney Plus that I would give them about dating. Just lower your expectations a little bit. I think you're expecting too much out of what the the – MCU has to kind of water it down. They can't. Yeah. They can't make them as huge as the theatrical releases. F- Fifteen years ago, if somebody would have said, "Hey, eventually we're gonna have a TV show based on Moon Knight," most of these people would have creamed their pants. Now that they're allowed to go, well, you better make it good. Like that's kind of crazy. Like this is unprecedented territory. This is like people complaining about new innovations with the iPhone. Go, this doesn't have all the things I want. Like it's still pretty freaking cool and pushing the bounds yeah. of technology like you can calm down but you've got more power in your hand than what they used to get to the moon the first time yeah. like be excited be happy <laughs> Idiots. um yeah or, or don't i mean who cares that's what pushes innovation i mean use your your opinion is your opinion i love you anyway um my number three <laughs> uh was covered a little but at the opposite uh the book of boba fett will have an underwhelming conclusion and this Falls in line with Ben's Disney Plus <laughs> prediction that we've uh, <laughs> we've seen the serialized content that's hitting Disney Plus. It's fun, and we get a lot out of it, but they have been missing the mark with their endings for almost every series. Um, Mandalorian Season 2 gave us the younger Luke Skywalker showing back up on screen. It was, was awesome. Was. Huh? So is that who that was? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was. It was Luke. And uh, it was awesome and it was fun. And then it kind of petered out for the rest of the episode. It just wasn't. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I just, I feel like Book of Boba Fett, it's, it, there's a lot of expectations on a character that we've been wanting to see on screen again since 1985. Um, and I think that no matter what they deliver and no matter how this first season ends, we're still just going to be like, 
That's it. That's all we're getting. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think with this is Marvel's learning that not everything has to be a home run, but as long as it continues the storyline and it's of quality, because what you can't say about the first two episodes of Boba Fett is is that it's lazy or it doesn't, it's not interesting. Like it's a different storyline. It is following a man that doesn't necessarily have a crazy higher calling or anything. Like the dude freaking took over Jabba the Hutt's, you know, job right. is like the you know the head head guy for tattooing like he he's definitely not you know our hero but you know it is just showing a real telling of what the world is like uh post the empire uh, falling so i mean it i i like it i i think it's a great representation it's a great world building thing for uh so i really like that they did the things with the tuscan raiders as well kind of showing you in depth yes. what they had going on and that they weren't just kind of you know individuals that were uh, mindless beast, you know, attacking folk like they're a real society that, you know, has their own customs and things. So, right. yeah. All right, Blake, you're number two. Number two, uh, once again, we kind of spoke on earlier in the rumor mill. Uh, I really think we will have our final, our first introduction of mutants in Doctor Strange 2. Uh, maybe one, maybe five, maybe, maybe ten. I, I think <laughs> that that's what they've been sandbagging to get to right. is Multiverse of Madness to introduce the X-Men. And I, uh, I, what I would like to see is um, there end up being no rumor of any mutant you know, exposure coming in that movie. And we already it, have one. Well, <laughs> I'm, no, no, I'm talking about, <laughs> talking about Professor X. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm talking about actually mutants that are going to be permanent in the MCU that we I, have. I, I don't think it's possible for them to make a movie now where they can completely hide it or that they would want to completely hide it. Because if we would have seen uh, Spider-Man come out without any information of these two Spider-Men, it would have been a great movie, but they would not have smashed the box office nearly as much as the anticipation of, of what people knew. So, I mean, right. I, I, I mean, it'd be really cool to not know and then see like a new iteration of Wolverine come out and you'd be like, Oh my God. But they, it just it just won't happen in today's marketing because they yeah. want people to come in for that I, stuff. I think that one of the lessons we're learning is the opposite of being a good parent. We are rewarding Marvel every time they lie to us. We're like, oh, good lie. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> you got us this time. Do it again. <laughs> but, yeah, when I said that whole mutant thing, I mean, like, permanent mutants, not, you know. Yeah. I, not I, old mutants from But the, I think that you're right. Universes. I think that the introduction of Professor X and then the introduction of Magneto is a way to segue into having sure. mutants in the MCU without necessarily using the same characters from the Fox universe. And if it's only one mutant, all I have to say is they better make it a good one. If, yeah. they're, if they're not going to do more than one, they Gambit. better make it a good one. Gambit. Make, make it one of the members of the primary X-Men. Gambit. No, I, I don't care. It's fine. Cyclops? You know, I, I would take it. Gross. I mean... I don't like Cyclops, but I mean, as an introduction, just to say, hey, mutants are coming, I, I would take it. So, All right, Jared, you're number two. So my number two is kind of uh, twofold. One, I think if The Witcher 3 releases this year, I think it's going to be incredibly underwhelming and bad. Uh, the way that the cliffhanger of the season two left off, I just think that they're kind of going in a strange direction that's not going to pay off. Uh, and then on the flip side, uh, shows like Arcane, which if you have not seen the show Arcane, it's a very good animated show based on some characters from League of Legends, I think they're yeah, going to take a cue that from that and start making more of those. Because basically what they did, and I'm not 100% sure on what the backstory for League of Legends are, but they took a few of the characters, basically did a storyline from the world in which they're in, and it was fantastic. As far as the short series goes, it was one of the better ones I've ever seen. Um, and I think they're going to capitalize on that and kind of 
build into that world and from through multiple games and allow that to kind of flesh out Netflix for a lot. Cause I mean, it, it was fantastic. One of the best things I saw uh, seen from 2021. So, all right. Boom. Yes. Heather, do we have Ben's number two? No, we do not. God dang it, Ben. All right. We'll do my number two. Um, ah! <laughs> sorry. Oh. <laughs> he just wants to be last in order. It's fine. The oh, guardians of the galaxy sorry. holiday special is going to be way better than the Star Wars Christmas special. I have a strong, weird feeling that you may just be right. Yeah. Wait, say, say <laughs> that again. I was that's reading a comment. That. Say that one more time. <laughs> that the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, holiday special is yeah. going to be way better than the Star Wars Christmas special. From what, 78? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's safe to say. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that was, it was so bad. Jeez. That was dog shit. It was so bad. It did introduce Boba Fett, though. Right. It was, actually. Yeah, it was the first cinematic yeah. introduction for Boba Fett. But that's it. Boba that's the only good thing out of that. <laughs> and, uh, and the... Uh, the fact that Chewbacca had a whole family that he was just ignoring was also introduced in that. And, and never, ever, ever <laughs> Chewbacca was really again. just a shitty father. Yeah, yeah, he he went off to be dad. a smuggler. One day he went to go get cigarettes with Han Solo take, and never came back. Take, take that, all you people that love Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca was a deadbeat dad. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, so there's uh, Ben's number two. All right. It is. He believes Black Panther's mantle will be picked up by a female. And I do not know how to say the name, so I'm not Okoye. attempting it. Okoye. So Okoye <laughs> was the Okoye. head of the Dora Milaje uh, and was the general of... I, was she the general of, of the Wakandan forces, or was she... Uh, no, the general yeah. was uh, uh, T'Challa's best friend, the guy uh, with the yeah, yeah, okay. shield. Uh, yeah, so I mean, was Okoye in the comics? Did she turn into Black Panther at some point? I don't even think Okoye's... Koye is a character in the comics, like the. Oh no, that's right. Yeah, she's not. Wow, I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah, because uh, I mean, Shuri uh, has done that. Uh, she took up the mantles, Black Panther. Right. Uh, there's rumors that uh, um, what's his face, Umbaka, could yeah, be uh, the White Gorilla, uh, Black Panther, and which would be kind of an interesting storyline because the White Gorilla in the comics, you know, was not really a hero. He was one of uh, Black Panther's, you know, bigger villains. So. Uh, that could be that, but um, yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, as long so as they do it well. Who, you when know. when T'Challa and Storm got married and went off on their honeymoon for months, uh, Shuri took the role of the Black Panther, and uh, in the comics was a, a favorite, a fan favorite as the Black Panther, and I think that that's what we're leaning into is that Shuri's going to become the Black Panther in Wakanda Forever. I think what will be funny is that we knew that at the start of Black Panther, Umbaku challenged to be the king, and he lost to uh, T'Challa. To, to so I think what we'll get in Wakanda Forever is that there's really no challenger that can beat Umbaku, and so he gets the throne, and then it goes horribly bad. Something happens to him, whatever. Shuri has to take up the mantle, and she becomes the new Black Panther, uh, technology-based, like... She you, was. You think it'll go bad with Mbaku? Because, I mean, you know, he showed up at the end and helped him fight in Endgame. I think it'll be like he's not the worst option, and I don't think Mbaku is going to become a villain. I think some bigger threat is going to dethrone Mbaku. Oh, okay. yeah. gotcha. Like he's going to get sure. killed. Or he, sure. he goes out to meet a threat with overconfidence and uh, gets, uh, gets bitch slapped. I, I would yeah. like to see one of the two, like Shuri or Okay, or how you say it? Okoye. Okoye. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, there, but, uh, don't y'all know, okay? You know, uh, take that over until I really want, I really do want to see an iteration where there was a son that Black Panther had, and then he will take it over eventually as he gets a proper age. We'll see. That's what I'd like to see. I, I think a female Black Panther 
is in line with Marvel's attempts to kind of have more female superheroes and have them in lead roles and not just supporting roles. Yeah. Like, well, I, no, I'm, that's fine too. But I'm just talking about eventually. I mean, <laughs> someone to carry on T'Challa's legacy, though. You know, like his sister. Yep. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like of his, like his. Uh, Someone from his own loin. You I mean, know? somebody has a penis is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, we, we get it. We get it, Blake. Yeah, yeah. Well, fine. He Blake. can have a daughter that takes it over. I'm just saying yeah. someone, one of but his like, kids. But, like, Shuri's already the Black Panther in the MCU. Why mm. would we need to? Well, then Br- why, why is the rumor going around then? <laughs> well, I'm Br- just saying Br- I Shel- like that Brittany rumor. Sheldon also made the comment that, like, having somebody other than Shuri or something is going to kind of be a distraction. So, I mean, like, I think that could screw the movie up if you try to put too many instances on being, like, this is what happened with T'Challa. This is why he's no longer Black Panther. There's a huge fight for it. I think they may try to make it as easy as possible, like she was coming, because, you know, in the end, this is still a huge hurt for the MCU, because, oh, yeah. you know, and for everybody, because, I mean, we weren't expecting this. T'Challa was still supposed to be Black Panther in this movie, so they're trying to adjust, and so I think True. they're going to try to go for the least crazy option, you know, in terms of not, like, upsetting people or not, right. you know, honoring his memory. So. It's, it's a tough wrote a hoe it's <laughs> it needs to be done in a classy way that doesn't offend too many people because we're dealing with an actor an actual living person's death yeah and then passing his mantle in a way that doesn't piss literally everyone off it, yeah and, and it wasn't like it was oh just uh, like it was ben affleck's batman that people necessarily didn't like like this is one of the more beloved characters in right, the mcu right. so it's like you you gotta like you gotta do it right like like yeah, he was a mantle for black representation too. Yeah. Like it was a huge deal to the black community that they got a superhero that represents them in a and it was done in a good way with a black yeah. director who understood the struggle of the black man and and all of that. So, uh, and as three <laughs> white men, I'm gonna get as far away from this subject as we possibly can now. Let's talk about it for about five Heather, more minutes. What was Ben's okay. number two? No, we already did this we number did, two. Yeah, we already did this number two. Yeah. Wait, what are we on? Are we on one? We're going to number, number one. one. Oh, hi. Go to number Ba-da-da. one. Yeah. Uh, so, if I'm not mistaken, you told me a couple weeks ago or maybe a few weeks ago, on all of our avenues for Comically Inclined, we're reaching about 5,000 to 5,500 people a week, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, I think by the end of this year, we will be at least at 15K a week. I think that would be tight Great. as fuck. Yeah, with Brittany Shelton on the podcast, yeah, you guys will probably <laughs> get to 50, Yeah, that'll 000, be the so. huge change we need. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Elevate so. us to that next yeah. 10,000 uh, viewers. <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we need, so. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's my number one. Cool. I I agree. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> let's do it real I'm hard. Like, sure, I guess. Yeah, tell, your, <laughs> tell your friends, tell your cousins, tell your aunts and uncles. Make sure everybody's aware of how great we are or – how awful we are. Maybe you guys can just turn this into a fun drinking game. Like, how many times in an episode can Danny forget what the name of a thing is and has to rely on Ben to, to <laughs> tell him? How many times can You'll Danny die. talk Don't about do that. Uh, You'll talk die. about uh, black people before he gets really awkward and tries to go do a different thing? <laughs> or how, how many times can Jared forget his title? <laughs> every yeah, that's guaranteed every time. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Guaranteed to drink off right off the bat. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jared, you're number one. Uh, so my number one is going to be that um, this new Batman – uh, with Robert Pattinson will be the best Batman movie to date in cinematic history. I think it's. Uh, I think he was a great choice. I think the from the trailers and everything, this is going to be a fantastic uh, movie that's going to kind of uh, really start to homer in in a way that most of these other movies didn't, like Detective Batman. 
and you know the darker side of Gotham without making it too like overly crazy. Like I, yeah. it's, it, it, I have huge I'm, expectations for this movie, and I think that they're going to deliver in a good way. So uh, that's yeah. mine. It's, the fact that he's actually Batman in the movie puts it above the Nolan trilogy for me already. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I watched the trailer twice today. One was a breakdown, and one was just watching it all the way through. I'm excited for it. It, it does. It looks great. Yeah, there's nothing I can say bad about it. I, I, for being a Marvel guy, like I'm excited to see it. Yeah, and I mean, this may be what DC can do is instead of, I mean, I don't know if DC will ever be Marvel. Uh, what are you laughing about? <laughs> <laughs> Way to one up me there, buddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah sure. You want to go ahead Whatever. and say Ben's number one while we're on the subject? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he believes that Batman will not only be the best Batman movie, but it will be the best superhero movie of the year. Ben, I didn't read yours <laughs> if you posted it up beforehand. I apologize. <laughs> I think Ben's a little overstretching now. I think yours was correct, Jared. I I don't necessarily think that it's that far-fetched because you think in terms of high quality, like like just the deliverance of a movie, I think DC or Marvel's going to have a bunch of good movies this year. But I don't necessarily know if they're going to have a movie that's going to be on par with like, you know, like like a Winter Soldier type movie or, or you know, like No Way Home. Not saying that those are the same thing, but those were greatly received movies that everybody really liked. I think not only is this going to be a fun movie, but it's going to be a really well uh, received movie that will stand the test of time for a while. Like this is going to be a movie that you watch 30, 40 years from now and really like. I hope so. Being yeah. up against Taika, Ma- Taika Waititi's sophomore effort in the MCU, and typically that's when directors and creators struggle the most, um, and then a sequel to Doctor Strange where we really don't know where Doctor Strange is going. They're not pulling from any existing storylines for this. Um, it's possible that those two fall on their face or just don't do as well as we're hoping they will and sure. that this version of the Batman is amazing. Just fucking amazing. It, it, this year for MCU, I think, is literally setting up for Phase 4. You're having new character introductions, kind of fleshing out the multiverse in a way where you're saying, hey, this is how everything's coming in, and then this is what the whole figuration... This is almost like Phase 2 of, of the MCU where you were trying to flesh out the world but you're also introducing the infinity stones and thanos and the guardians of the galaxy introducing you know the universe like they're pushing it even farther out and so the movies aren't going to be the the best but i think they're, they're still be fine like there's nothing yeah. to be wrong with them but yeah. they're not going to be like crazy you know great so you're thinking the mc won't just blast off till phase five I mean, I think Phase Four is literally setting up for the Phase Five with you know Kang being a big phase bad, Phase Five and Six right. and, and seven. doing that stuff, and then that's gonna, and then you're gonna be able to branch off into you know, uh, w- you know, with Secret Secret Wars and things like that, and then mm. if they introduce um, the scrolls, uh, and you know, go go down that route, route, and then you can also introduce Galactus in future iterations as as a main villain as well. So I mean. Yeah, it, it, uh, I don't think I think they're gonna be great movies, but this is Phase Four is set up for Phase Five for the most part. So, uh, I have always said as a comic fan that my opinion on comics is make mine Marvel and Batman, and I firmly believe that if Marvel had invented Batman, that DC would have went out of business a long time ago because they just don't have another character that's as cool as Batman or yeah. can tell as great of stories as Batman. So. I mean, if anybody's going to compete with what the MCU is doing, it's going to be a Batman story. I mean, Batman is literally the Spider-Man of the 
of the DC universe in terms of a regular, like yeah, somebody you can identify absolutely. with, but he, his storyline is so much better than, yeah. uh, so, I mean, I mean, there's a reason they went from being the company they are to being D- detective comics, which is the story or the, yeah. the com- comic book line that Batman is the star of. <laughs> Makes sense. My number one uh, is that the new s- we'll get new Spider-Man movies announced for both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the in this year. I think that riding the popularity of No Way Home, that Sony is going, Sony and Marvel are going to capitalize on giving Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's respective Spider-Man their final movies for their series, and that also that's not even going to be the end for them. That we're still going to see them popping up every so often in different Marvel properties. I think you're right, uh, Sony. I mean, after No Way Home, Sony's like, oh, this is what, this is how much money a movie's supposed to make. Well, yeah, let's definitely ride on this. We've never made money like this before, so I, I think you're 100 percent correct on that. <laughs> and Green Lantern, idiot, <laughs> the best DC superhero, Wally West, Flash. You're, those are all good characters. I'm just saying that they can't support an entire comic book company's popularity in line and keep it alive. I mean, if that was true, then you know DC would have went under when they abandoned Wally in the New Fifty Two, um, and again they would have went under whenever they killed Hal off. And made him Parallax and then the Spectre and lost him as their Green Lantern. But anyway, for the first time in 2022, this has been our top five. Top five. Yes, Ben. Everyone else is an idiot. No, no one's ever had that argument on the internet ever about anything. Um, so, uh, Book of Boba Fett did release today. The new episode. Um, it's mostly a flashback episode. There was not a lot of new content, or I mean, it's all new content, but there wasn't a lot of stuff progressing the current storyline. Um, we learned a lot about his time with the Sand People, though. Yeah, I've seen some outlines. Uh, I wasn't able to watch it, but I watched some breakdowns and stuff on it. Uh, oh, I forgot that going into this. Yeah, it, 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 it's okay. No, I mean, like, there's nothing to ruin. So I, watched I watched it. Breakdowns on it. So, <laughs> Thank I, you, so, Jared. So, so I, we got more of, a, uh, more of an idea of who Tuscan Raiders are instead of just sand people. Yes. Uh, it, they like having a lizard go up your nose and create some... Right, Hallucin- that was trippy. Hallucinogenic thing to find also, your staff. Also, I tried that uh, after I watched it, and that does not work. <laughs> that does not work here on Earth. So don't try to, don't try, try to that. Put a lizard up your. I nose? just tried one lizard, so I mean, you could try another one, and maybe that'll get that the was first one a, out. But uh, was this it, a it sex thing? It didn't take you to a mystical tree. Oh, no, it didn't no, take I me think anywhere. Yeah. I think he's talking about gerbils. No, gerbils. No, oh, no, yeah. gerbils, assholes. That's what I had. Okay. <laughs> Did you watch Sorry. the show, Danny? <laughs> uh, you're right. That's on me. I, no, I watched a retrospective on Richard Gere's career. And, uh, yeah, there it yeah, is. That's, uh, so anyways, if, if, tell me if I'm wrong. So this lizard makes you hallucinate, right? It takes you to this this void where nobody knows where it's at to pick this, yeah. this branch to do your staff from. Yeah, he very much went on walkabout. Um, he was tripping balls with he, a <laughs> lizard in his brain. He did the Tuscan Raider version of finding his Kyber crystal. Really, <laughs> yeah. And, and Tatooine used to be full of water. Yeah, is a dried up seas. Yeah, seas. Uh, yeah, which normally, with that kind of change on a planet, it takes millions of years. So it's interesting that the Tuscan Raiders remember 
when there were oceans on Tatooine. Well, well maybe <laughs> they don't remember. To a very long maybe memory. they don't remember it until the lizard crawls up their nose and does. I can put a lot does. of emphasis on this whole lizard thing. That was just kind of a or, cool one-off. That... <laughs> or they live forever. Like we don't know how Tusken Raiders. Oh, that's true. They're it... like the Star Wars equivalent of elves. Like the, the the nice thing about this whole setup with with uh, Boba Fett being with the Tusken Raiders is we know that this guy has an understanding of of individual races and like you know different types of people on the planet because there's a part of the scene where the you know the spice uh, trains come what's up olivia they just shoot they just shoot at the tuscan raiders because they think oh these are just uncivilized creatures and you find out they have an entire civilization you know they have uh their own way of doing things and they're you know sentient beings uh and this is what's so great about star wars going forward because they're literally taking the time to say these are these people here's the background on this and it allows you to flesh out the star wars universe by going on the universe of Tatooine, at some point, Boba Fett was kidnapped and then learned the ways of the Tusken Raiders and Tatooine and helped them out. And that's just one thing that happened on one planet and this entire universe. And they did it in a way that was like, this is really freaking cool. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's just nice to see the world building. Hey, hey, Wheel of Time, watch Boba Fett and see how they <laughs> yeah, do a Jesus. good job making a show and then, and then go die because I hate you. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, and it also makes Anakin killing an entire tribe of oh, Tusken yeah. Raiders in Clone Wars so much worse. Oh, yeah. Knowing that they have this family structure and, <laughs> and all of that. And... But, yeah, it's really nice because this new, I mean, not new style storytelling, but it used to be, hey, these are the good guys, these are the bad guys, good guys kill the bad guys, we all cheer. Right. And now you realize, oh, yeah, maybe they killed you know uh, Anakin's mom, but these people had been <laughs> on this planet for so long and, you know, what what had been happening to them? They get you know they get shit on all the time, and mm. they're just maybe protecting themselves and you know trying to live their own lives. So I mean they're not necessarily the bad guys; they're just part of this whole messed up universe that you know doesn't really have right or wrong anymore. And it was nice yeah. to learn this about the Tusken Raiders because really out of all the Star Wars characters you see, I would say this is probably one of the characters you really thought of the less. Like you never really thought much how it's their true. life was. You just looked at them as like oh some sand you know sand people that's crazy that's shooting you want to kill. It's it really puts them more in mind of the like noble savages than just these psychopathic sand dwellers that shoot everything that comes near them and you know what else is cool too is is we got kind of a fleshing out of the uh, hut clan uh we saw uh two more members of that come in and try to uh tell boba fett that you know he was not going to be the uh, daimyo of uh of tatooine and that it was was them so we're going to kind of see that because in the what came of that um so nothing as far as they came in they said hey this is our this is our territory boba fett said f you it's mine and then they were like all right we're gonna we're gonna come come back later and and whoop your ass and we got what was yeah. the uh the wookie that kershatan 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 yeah so that guy looked badass I, yes i don't know too much about him in the mythos of, of star wars or if he has he, one he used to be a gladiator and then he became a, a bounty hunter. God, yeah. that dude looks very badass. cool. But yeah, so and I mean, for anybody that doesn't know, in like the Star Wars uh, canon, the Huts are incredibly powerful uh, individuals in, in a syndicate in the Outer Rim. So they're not they're not just like, hey, we're like the Philadelphia mob. Like you were like, hey, we're the mob of North America. We run this whole area. And I mean, literally in the Clone Wars, the uh, um, um, 
the clo- like the the Jedi would have to go to the huts and say, "Can we use your your spaceways because we need to be able to get through this and wage war?" So I mean, like they were literally paying homage to the huts, going, "You know, we know that you guys could mess up this entire war if you decided to go with anybody else." So like, you know, we don't want to mess with you. So I mean, the huts are powerful beings; they're not just a bunch of pushovers. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, you don't just say, so, "Hey, fuck you, I'm gonna run Tatooine." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that's so that's gonna be kind of what nuts. part did Kersatan play in this? Like what? Nothing. He, he he's yeah. a guard for the the two huts. He seemed oh, like really? an inf- like oh, a okay. like an enforcer for them. So yeah. I mean, I think that's gonna. He's probably gonna be like one of the head gotcha. uh, fighting antagonists. Yeah. Well, it's it's nice to finally see a Wookiee alive and not just see a Wookiee skinned like we did in the <laughs> first episode. Yeah, <laughs> I seen the, was it was Tusker Raiders? They did like yeah. pass through a skinned Wookiee. I was like, oh, that was a little code, but okay. <laughs> I mean, Wookiees are probably one of the more feared creatures in the universe yeah for sure it was also interesting that they did an on-screen explanation for why boba fett has switched from wearing khaki under his armor to black which honestly looks so much cooler so i'm just glad they did it what do tell why oh he got accepted as one of the tuscan raiders and they wrapped him in black cloth okay and so that's why he wears black under his armor now nice uh, but yeah, so, uh, Blake, I feel a certain way about my comics. Um, uh, I kind of talked about that a minute ago, but I also love Dark Horse and Image and Valiant and, and many other brands. I don't just stick with one, but you feel a certain way about yours. I have to make mine Marvel. You're on screen. All right. Cool. We're on to a new series, uh, Immortal Hulk. Uh, got issues one through five that I read. And I'm going to tell you, I see now why you were just so excited and just always talking about Immortal Hulk. I love this, this series so Five much. issues in out of, I think, 57. Is that right? I think there's 57 issues. And, uh, man, it's tense. It's great. They should definitely make movies like in the MCU. Just go ahead and start <laughs> making this as an MCU movie. Yeah. So it uh, starts off in a convenience store. Uh, convenience store starts getting robbed. <laughs> And Bruce, Nothing convenient about that. Yeah, yeah Bruce Banner gets shot and killed. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, show him later in the morgue, and apparently in the series, uh, Hulk only comes out at night. Uh, Bruce Banner can stay dead all day long, but as soon as nighttime hits, that was actually the original way that Hulk worked. Really? Too. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. And then they so. changed it to anger instead of uh, nighttime, like a, a werewolf. So anyways, he uh, Marvel's weird. <laughs> pretty much becomes the Hulk, chases down this robber, uh, doesn't kill him, but you might as well say he's dead because every bone they said was crushed, and he may not even wake back up, walk again, or nothing. In the I don't know that I would want to live through that. I know. I mean, he looked pretty rough the way they did him up in the artwork. Uh, so then I mean, Hulk it, takes it is a horror comic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's some pretty grotesque stuff in this. I mean, on the yes. artwork. Yes. Uh, so it's then nightmare fuel. Uh, the Hulk takes off. Uh, he finds this Doctor Fry that's uh, in this cave. He's like a gamma zombie. I mean, it's the best way I can describe him, like a glowing gamma zombie. Uh, As Hulk, one does. Okay. <laughs> the Hulk uh, pretty much kills him. Uh, goes off on him, saying. Just about how they buried his son. His, he injected his son with some gamma radiation to test on him. Uh, his son immediately died. They buried him, and but the grave is still emitting gamma radiation off, and anybody comes by, it's infecting them. Yeah. So, uh, so gamma radiation. It's a Hulk comic, but features very heavily in this whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then uh, one thing, I, unless I missed it, uh, so he goes after these other gamma radiated people. Uh, I don't think that had any ties to Doctor Fry, did it? No. Okay. So he's just he's just senses gamma radiation. So I guess he's tracking down all gamma radiated people to kill them. Uh-huh. Uh, so he f- finds uh, this guy. He busts in the church. 
The guy shoots rays out of his hands. Uh, not even sure if they gave him a name. As one does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not even sure if they gave him a name. So anyways, uh, he kills him, shows some detectives. They go back to the hotel where this, this kid was. And there's this dead gamma-radiated girl. Her, like, head is spun backwards, and she's smiling, <laughs> dead. Um, so anyways. <laughs> wonder what they were doing. <laughs> there ends up being this reporter that's there uh, at this hotel with the, with the police. And she is actually wanting to start tracking down Bruce Banner because supposedly Bruce is supposed to be dead. They had a funeral for him. And obviously, I'm guessing he busted out of the grave when nighttime hit. Which is actually a callback to the uh, Lou Ferrigno Hulk series because he was being chased by a reporter through that whole Got series. You. Okay. Yeah. So the reporter's name is McGee. So she's all about trying to chase down banners. She can't find them, uh, not having no luck. So she goes and uh, approaches Sasquatch. Can't think of his actual name. Uh, uh, Leonard. No. It, it's a weird last name. Nimoy. Yeah. It's like German it's, or something. Or It's similar to Nimoy, actually. But uh, anyway, G- so she, he was a college uh a college guy that lived with Bruce, uh, so she figured you know, she could find some hints from him. Well, apparently he's wanting to find Bruce, too. Uh, so they go on together searching for Bruce, and, oh, let's see. Uh, they end up in, actually end up in a diner asking this, this waitress some questions. Uh, there, two guys get into it, break out a knife. Walter Sas- Langowski. Langowski. There we go. These two guys break out in a fight. Sasquatch tries to intervene in his human form. Uh and they end up stabbing him, and he's practically on his deathbed. They rush him to the hospital. Uh, they call it time. He dies, and as soon as they call it time, he jumps up to Sasquatch. Oh. Yep. Starts killing people, tearing everybody out. Well, lo and behold, <laughs> who comes in? The Hulk, because he just, I guess, sensed his gamma radiation. Uh, he runs into the reporter before he turns into Hulk, tells her, uh, hey, I'm here to see him. What's going on? She tells him. She's like, I got a question to ask you. Well, next thing you know, he's fighting Sasquatch because he done ripped into form. <laughs> well, yep. come to find out, it, <laughs> while she's talking to Sasquatch, she is a- he's actually saying that there's nothing in me. He's like, I'm in full control of Sasquatch. There was some old northern beast that was inside of me, but he's dead. I can control Sasquatch no matter what form I am. for every time I've said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, it, it actually sounds more like Wendigo than Sasquatch. But <laughs> So anyways... Uh, they're fighting, and come to find out, there's something that's possessed Sasquatch. He's not himself. He's not in control of himself. And it turns out, we supposedly, it's Bruce's dad. Oh, yep. Brian Banner. And Hulk freaks out. He's, like, scared for a minute. And then finally decides just to pretty much give him a big old bear hug and soak up his gamma radiation and turn him back to human form. Uh, so he soaks up the gamma radiation. So Sasquatch Walter is actually back to being Walter now. Uh, he has no, he cannot c- turn back into Sasquatch. Every bit of those powers are consumed and uh, by the Hulk. So the Hulk is taken off. Uh, reporter's like, hey, I, w- I got one question. He's like, make it quick. She's like, how can I turn into the Hulk? So he's just like, screw off. And he takes off walking. He's walking through the parking lot, looks over the glass window, sees the reflection of him, dad, of his dad in himself. So Whoa. now that he absorbed that, whatever being it is, he don't know if it's his dad. He even threw out the word Mephisto. He's Uh-oh. like, I don't know what this person is claiming to be my dad, but now it's inside of him. And that was the five issues, and we'll be yeah. back next week for more. And that's it on Make Mine Marvel. More Make Mine Mephisto next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I mean, the, the, art, the artwork in this is... The, Welcome uh, back. The artwork in this is awesome. I mean, there's some yes. grotesque stuff. Like the guy that he fought in the church that shoots out the beams, he shot it through his torso and left a hole this big. You see, like, rib bones, guts, and everything hanging out, and then just 
Yep. Have, have you up. met the Demon Hulk yet? Is that the version that he is right now? Have they mentioned that? They haven't mentioned it. Okay. I don't remember when that becomes a thing. What's What's the version of the Hulk where uh, he gets one of the uh, gems from, like, Sidorak and becomes, like, a like a herald of, like, Sidorak? Like, like there's, like, six different uh, entities that uh, or heroes that get imbued with, like, evil powers, and he just becomes, like... Like, he almost becomes... In Original Sin, yeah, he... Yeah. It wasn't Sidorak, though. He was given the powers of a Norse uh, god. Okay. All, all the heroes were. Yeah. I, I have to remember what it was because it, it was it was really really a scary version of Hulk. So Hulk's oh. had some scary ass versions over the years. So that the in the original Sin storyline, that was the one where Hulk was more powerful than Worldbreaker Hulk, and he was fighting Thor, and they were like arguing back and forth, and Thor uh, Banner was talking about how weak Thor was. And Thor said, you know, Banner, all those times we fought, all those clashes we've had, there's one thing that uh, you didn't know. And he's like, what's that? And he's like, I was holding back. And he just knocks him into the sun. <laughs> like, crazy. Uh, it's, that, that's on par with uh, Superman uh, doing that with Darkseid, being like, dude, I, I've been holding back this whole effing time. And yeah. it just beats the shit out of Darkseid. Like, that was one of the few times in comics where I was like, Oh no! Like yeah, Superman's being real nice. Like he's just trying to like tiptoe around you folks. But have any of you guys uh, seen Matrix Resurrections yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. No. So have I have heard nothing good about this movie uh, no. at all. I don't want to. I, I don't heard really no have good that. things whatsoever. I don't want to keep that in mind. So I watched it, and I, the whole time I was like, I'm gonna fucking hate this. Yeah. I don't hate it. I actually really enjoyed it. Thank so God. I, nice. I've, I've read, I've, I've read that's some... probably like a hot take, and people are gonna be like, "You're an idiot," but I did not hate it. I actually really enjoyed the movie. I I've read some Vince reviews about it. it. Uh, I think I think the concept behind it, as far as what I've seen, and I still need to watch it to kind of give my whole take on it. But I think the concept behind it was cool, but the execution is always going to be strange because from what I've seen, it is different feel than the original Matrix movies, obviously. Um, you know, with a different storyline. So I, I don't know how I feel about Neil Patrick Harris being the main villain in there, but there's some hmm. some cast changes, um, which they explain through the movie. Um, I think it's for the better. I think that ah uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks. <sighs> Should have smothered you with a pillow when I had the chance. Uh, Jesus. But, <laughs> That's what you do with younger brothers. Anyway. Um, I've never had one. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but some of the cast is aged and, you know, wasn't willing to return or whatever. And I think that the recasting is better. I don't want to see geriatric men trying to do wire stunts whenever right. you can recast them with much younger people and tell it in a way that makes sense and uh, still be fun to watch. There's some plot holes. There's some things I'm not crazy about in it, but uh, overall, I thought it was a good story, a great way to reintroduce the Matrix, a great way to reintroduce Neo and Trinity and start telling that story again. Um, the sad thing about it is it's gotten such a poor reception that Warner Brothers has canceled any plans to continue with that movie franchise. Oh, really? And are instead giving the helm to Taika Waititi who, to relaunch the Matrix as a new series. I mean, I think that makes sense because the concept behind the Matrix is really cool. And is the more we delve into technology as a forefront for, you know, innovation, like the, the it's going to hold up for storylines. So they're going to be able to do good stuff with it. Yeah. But, right. Hey, yeah. Yeah. But, I, 
We're yeah. getting a relaunch or a reboot of the Matrix. Well, they could have picked a better years, person so. to do it. I mean, no, I, so. yeah. I mean, he's he's very wise, very funny. Taika Waititi is a great filmmaker. Um, yeah, I do great. wonder that if we just keep shoveling new things onto him, if he's going to burn himself out. But I mean, if he can carry the torch, he can carry the torch. Yeah. It's not a big deal. So, Jared. Uh, it's 2022. It's the first month, and it's our first episode. But I hate to ask you this already, but uh, are you done? I'm not even close. Yeah. Are you done? Oh, no. Not even a little. Do it one minute. So this week on Are You Done, we take schoolyard arguments between two boys here, and we let them... Two oh. men, Blake. Two <laughs> men. I'm, a, I'm more man than you'll ever be, lady. I saw Danny in the shower once. He's a man. And I paid him $5 to say I was one, too. So and we let them argue back and forth, and then we let you decide who gave the best argument on the pose on our social media. And then on our next episode, we announce the winner. So this week, I've been doing a terrible job <laughs> of getting those up. So it's a new we're year. Just doing it for funsies now. New year, new us. <laughs> I'm so undefeated in 2022. We're just going to start over this week. So, anyways, uh, Danny is doing Spawn and Jared is doing Ghost Rider. Uh, both of the guys get a minute apiece. Uh, then they get to go two minutes arguing back and forth, interrupting each other, and then they both get last minutes or 30 seconds saves without interruption. So, y'all ready? Can't wait till we get our teleprompters. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but we're yeah, I'm teleprompters. Ready. Yeah, we're getting teleprompters. Uh, Jesus, this this whole this whole podcast getting way too corporate for me. Oh <laughs> <laughs> crap! Oh. As the producer, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. We're getting teleprompters. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, anyway, Danny, I'm ready. Let's ready. Let's do this. All right, <laughs> and go. So Spawn, uh, the Hell Spawn, Al Simmons, was given his powers by Mel Bogia, who's one of the upper lords of Hell, probably at least on the level with Mephisto. Um, Spawn really has the ace in this fight because he has no soul, which means that Ghost Rider's main weapon, the Penance Stare, has no effect on him whatsoever. Secondly, while Ghost Rider is known for using a chain whip, which is one chain, Spawn is covered in multiple chains that also do the same thing. So he has the advantage where if Ghost Rider did anything where he tried to contain Spawn with his whip, Spawn would just hit him with a different chain. And on top of that, he has this cape, which is able to shapeshift, transform, become hard knives, blades, spikes, whatever he needs it to be, without him even having to use any kind of verbal or physical control over it, as well as having control over green hell flames, which puts him able to combat literally everything that Ghost Rider can do. I hate that thing. I thought we got rid of it. Have fun, Jared. Nope, it's have, still, it still Have a through. blast with this. All right, Jared, you ready? Yeah, 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 I'm good. All right, and go. So Ghost Rider, uh, a.k.a. Johnny Blaze from the uh, Earth-616 continuity, uh, is one of the more powerful beings in the MCU. Uh, he is very, very strong, uh, nigh impregnable to, uh, damage, except for uh, against uh, with uh, weapons that were forged in heaven. Uh, he does have the pen and stare, which my opponent already said uh, is non-effective. But he does have something that could uh, affect it, which is sin manipulation. Which I mean, Spawn is still capable of sinning, even though he doesn't have a soul. Uh, in in which case, Ghost Rider can look into it and manipulate, forgive him of his sins. And in which case, 
Spawn could be uh, held useless because Spawn is a creature of hell. If he's forgiven of his sins, does he still have his powers? But other than that, uh, Ghost Rider is has great ability to heal even when he is damaged. He's taken punches from the Hulk and survived. He's capable of producing energy blasts that have destroyed an entire country before. And he does only have one chain, but that chain's All pretty right. freaking good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> one chain. That was one of multiple chains beats one chain. Green Arrow had three bows. He's better archer than Hawkeye. We just know it wasn't two chains. Two chains. <laughs> you, you, I don't you get... know. I don't know any two chain songs that I'd be able to like even. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's that one that goes. He goes two chains and then you bump up and up. That one. Uh, don't never know. heard it. Thank All you. right, so we got know. two minutes. Just... Y'all cutting each other off and trying not to hit each other. And go. Wait, wouldn't you say it's we could hit each other? It's a good thing we're the furthest from each other. So, so here, here's my here's my question with this: is is Spawn is probably in terms of power level, he, he he's probably the the more powerful in terms of his uh, range of things he can do. Yeah. But my question to you is is are any of those things capable of destroying Ghost Rider? Because in, in the continuity, Ghost Rider really can't be destroyed unless he's kill, killed by a weapon made from heaven, which Spawn cannot wield because he's not a creature from heaven. So in all reality, in a fight, he can regenerate himself as many times as he needs to, even if he does get hit. Yeah, but death isn't how you win a fight. You don't necessarily have to kill the person you're fighting. You just have to incapacitate them. And sure. But in while, ter- while we're arguing that he couldn't possibly kill ghost rider he definitely would beat the ever-living shit out of ghost rider which is all you really need to do see here's my ace in the hole is not only do i think the sin manip- manipulation could get spawn uh ghost riders actually has the ability to uh manifest his hellfire into creatures and different things and he once did that to animate a dead celestial to ride him into battle yeah, I don't know and- what I don't know about what Spawn can do, but if you can animate a dead celestial and ride him into battle, you're a powerful freaking being. Like Spawn you're, can you're summon a- whole armies from hell to do his yeah, bidding. Yeah, so can Ghost Rider. Ghost and Rider's capability of summoning Not only hell. that, but he also went to hell and beheaded Mel Bolgia, the demon that gave him his original powers. Yeah, uh, and we all Ghost know Rider that Ghost once, Riders. Ghost Rider once beheaded Thanos and pissed on his uh, decapitated head. Wait, what else you got? Of <laughs> Mephisto. Yeah, and Mephisto and Mel Bolgia being at a similar power level, if Ghost Rider pissed Spawn off enough that he decided he needed to end him. He could just travel to hell and rip Mephisto's head off, canceling all of Ghost Rider's power, and then return and defeat him. And I don't want to get too far into this, but uh, Ghost uh, Spawn actually at one point faced off against Satan and God at the same time and dude, came out dude, okay. Dude, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider once defeated Lucifer Morningstar hey, in a hey, fight. Hey, you gotta stop. Yeah, <laughs> bitch. Lucifer Morningstar is more powerful than your stupid butthole face. Really? Isn't yeah, he is. He is more powerful than Satan. your stupid butthole face. <laughs> All right, so then he gets 30 seconds and go. So Spawn, uh, which I've heard argued is actually like Ghost Rider, but better. You were here. You heard that. I didn't uh, is definitely the victor in this fight i mean hands down he's going to be able to defeat uh ghost rider he's got all of his powers plus more powers he's also so fast that one time he stopped a man from killing himself why whenever he barely flinched his finger on the trigger he unloaded all the bullets out of the gun before he could finish pulling the trigger so i mean he's also got speed jared last word and go so 
you know, Spawn's a great character. He's got a lot of powers. But at the end of the day, can you take out Ghost Rider? You are not a creature of heaven. You're not capable of destroying Ghost Rider. And Ghost Rider is capable of dishing out a shit ton of punishment. So is Spawn uh, incapable of dying? No, he's not. So therefore, I I think at the end of the day, you can you can hit Ghost Rider as many times as you want. But if the dude's still going to come back and he's going to give you a lot of uh, fight, it's going to be tough to beat him because you know you can't really kill Ghost Rider. So that that's that's my whole thing. <laughs> good one. <laughs> You're a good one. <laughs> well, Jared, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. All right, I think I'm done. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> listen, listen. All I do is I tell you facts, and I tell you things. Danny's like, uh, he can. He's got three chains. He's so much cooler. Oh my god. What do three chains have to do with? Welcome back. All right. Uh, so <laughs> did they hear anything I was saying there? Yes, they could hear you oh. for sure. <laughs> so that was. Are you done? I will do my best to try to get that video up on our Facebook so you guys can vote on it. Um, if not, I mean, I'm. I think we're all pretty sure I won that anyway. Uh, so <laughs> what? <laughs> you really think so? Yes. That's. I think that's not true. <laughs> oh man! Shut up, Katrina. <laughs> Katrina, man, you guys should have seen last week's segment. <laughs> yeah, it was Kat good. It was I, thought, I was sure was somebody like was going to pull time. a gun out last segment <laughs> and Danny, shoot somebody. Danny, see yeah. this? This is how Katrina was the whole time because she. <laughs> <laughs> ah, eat it, Katrina. <laughs> oh, so uh, <laughs> real quick before we wrap up for the evening, um, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsors, Blake Hickman Construction. Thanks, Blake. Picture what designs. Uh, Drop the mic DJ service, uh, Lennox and Jude Photography, and the Rock and Roll Drive-In. You guys are all amazing. Thank you so much for your support. Um, also, if you are interested in Comically Inclined and you want to help us out a little or you just want a little content that we don't put live for everyone, um, you can support our Patreon. Go to Comically Inclined on Patreon.com. And there are multiple levels that you can decide to be a part of. Some of them get very fun. So check that out. Um, especially, uh, what is it, Jared's Dance Squad? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then the after at the, at the Jared's dance squad level at yeah. the uh, at the Blake's what did I, what did I call it the Blake's uh, bordello level uh, <laughs> you get a shout out on the show um, Mike Casey of drop the mic drop the mic DJ service is on the Blake's bordello level um, so Mike thank you so much for being a Patreon subscriber so and good thank all the rest of you there, for jumping in on that um, as well. Uh, we have added links to all of our sponsors and to ourselves, all of our social media and uh, web. Uh, I'm doing so great at this. <laughs> all of our links are in the show description and also in the description of this episode as well. You can also find our podcast on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and now Facebook Podcasts as well. Uh, Blake, seemed like you had something you wanted to say there? Uh, one sponsor, Rock and Roll Drive-In Theater. I said that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't here. So. It was the last one I said. <laughs> I, I was here, but I wasn't here. Did you so. talk about the the, the drive-in theater yet? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I heard if you go there, they're going to tell you who killed Echo's father. Yeah, they're going to tell you who killed yeah. Echo's dad. Nice, 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 nice. I think, nice. I think this we, summer uh, they're actually going to uh, have a live uh, showing of Danny fighting... Um, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. Da- Danny, Danny's going to dress up uh, afterwards as the after version, and then Blake's going to be the before, so you can kind of see uh, see what he looked like before and after. So. Oh, so before I just ruined your ending, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're closing. Uh, let's see. It's kind of how this whole podcast works. We just ruin shit that Danny's trying Thank to God. Do. We, so we, we actually got a an email question from uh, a person whose last name is Hunt. Uh, so thank you for that. We appreciate that. We get so few emails from our fans. Guys, don't hesitate to send us an email or just go to our website, comicallyinclined.com. There's a contact form on the website. So the question we got was, for your first on-screen appearance as a new superhero, what music will be playing in the background of the scene? Wait, read that again? For your first on-screen appearance as a new superhero. So you're, yeah, you're showing up. Your first appearance, you're a superhero. <clears throat> what music will be playing in the background of the scene? Oh, oh boy. Uh... <laughs> See, I, I, I'm just going to say this. I'm, I'm going to so do it right. I'm like... going to do mine. For me, it's Take the Power Back by Rage Against the Machine. Hmm. Okay. Definitely. So here's mine. I'm going to do it right, like Marvel. Yeah. And it'll be more of an orchestrate, you know, orchestrate. Or have you want to say it? <laughs> Orchestral. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, music. It ain't going, it's not going to be some radio song, you know, where DC puts all their focus into, you know, filling up lyrical songs in their movies. It's going to be, you know, an orchestra doing my music, and it's going to be very cinematic and just great. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. So a song <laughs> in your imagination right now. Jared. <laughs> Words cannot describe the rage that I'm feeling about Blake's answer right now. I think I think my song will be something super majestic, you know, like, like there'll be there'll be things going in and stuff, you know. It'll be music. That's that's yeah. basically what you said. Uh, <laughs> It'd be created by John Williams. Yes. So uh, I think mine will be super original. Uh, probably uh, "Back in Black" by uh, ACDC. Most oh wow! Likely. Yeah, I don't think uh, anybody's ever used something that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'd be mean, like, I am Jared Man or something. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm just spitballing it. I'm not 100 percent sure. Heather, what about you? Oh, man. At this. It's probably okay. something by Nickelback, isn't it? Oh, that would be a good one. Is it Hero from Spider-Man 1? It's perfect. Jesus. <laughs> I was thinking, another one bites the dust. <laughs> hey, Ben, what's yours? That's also your... a super original See what one yours has never been, been done nice. before. Uh, I, you know, the crazy thing is, is that question's so ridiculous because... I don't War know pigs. what kind of superhero I'd be, you know. I got to I got to build a whole backstory of my superhero and then come back with the with the theme song. Uh, my superhero would be weird. <laughs> and then also if I could ask one more thing of our viewers, if you are listening to us on Spotify or whatever your chosen uh, podcasting forum is, if you could leave us a review, um, reviews are what get attention to us and bring uh, sponsors our direction. So if you guys could just leave us a a good review, preferably. <laughs> but if you could leave us a review, I'd appreciate it. Reviews make the world go round. You know what we haven't done? We haven't picked our top five for next week. Oh, we haven't. Uh, Brittany Shelton, what's our top five for next week? Uh, oh, that's a great, yeah. yeah. Our special guest, Brittany Shelton. <laughs> well, she, she'll be on here debating it next yeah. week, so we might as well just uh, do that. Oh, so this maybe... <laughs> yeah. Jared would be more like a supervillain. Thank Thanks. you, Nick. Thanks, Nick. You're fired. I love it. <laughs> you always want to see from your employees. Uh, top five. Also, uh, are you done? We gotta yeah. pick another. Are you? Yeah, are you we done? gotta pick our. So our... if we're trying to make her think of a top five, let's try to pick. A, are you done? 
Well, I'm looking at a picture of Sasquatch right now. And what do you think about doing, like, Sasquatch versus Chewbacca or what? Uh, Sasquatch is so much bigger than Chewbacca. Really? Well, in the comics I just read, it was, he was, yeah. he was massive. Uh, <laughs> or Chewbacca versus Wendigo or... Wendigo. Top five versions of Spider-Man. <coughs> I'm in. I've pretty much got my list already. Didn't we already do that? We did top five alternate costumes oh, okay. one time, oh. but not top five. Well, there's a shit ton of Spider-Man, of Spider-Man so we can. Yeah, there is a lot. Spider ladies. Um, we'll probably overlap a yeah, little bit, but I'm, spider, I'm, I'm not. Pigs. I'm not budging on mine. So <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> well, that will include both movies, television, comics, animated, cartoon, and comic book versions yeah. and video game versions. Yep. I would say. Yeah. Um, so I agree. Definitely. Okay. And then are uh, are you done? Let's say. Uh, is there a big hairy character in DC? I can't think of any. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. Star Wars versus Marvel. Yeah, I think one. there is. In DC, isn't there a gorilla something? Grod? It's gorilla Grodd. Is yeah. it? Oh. And uh, Scarlet Witch versus Zatanna. You know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. I'll take Zatanna. Yeah, I'll take Scarlet Witch. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Lobo, maybe we should do something with Lobo. Yeah, but we, yeah, we should. I don't sure know who we put him against. Uh, um, I mean, there's a few. Like there's Thor, a few. maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe D- Beta Ray Bill. DC Beta uh, Ray Bill would be a good one. Or Thunderstrike. Yeah, that that's DC Shaggy Man. Shaggy. Oh, Shaggy Man. Yeah, shit. <laughs> that looks like that looks like Sasquatch. Or yeah. Okay, so next week, uh, Zatanna versus Scarlet Witch, and our top five is top five versions of Spider Man. <laughs> For Comically Inclined, I'm Danny, and you know what? We'll see you guys next time.